Goodness gracious, has so much happened since we last spoke right here on the Overreaction Monday podcast. So much to overreact to. Rich Eisen along with Chris Brockman. Good to see you on this weekend, What's up, sir? brother? How are you? It is brought to you by today's episode of Overreaction Monday, as they all have been. Brought to you by Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. The code that's on our YouTube screen, and I will read to all those listening to wherever you get your podcasts right here on Overreaction. Reaction Monday is the code overreaction. Open an account, download the Game Time app after you create an account, and use that code for twenty dollars off your first purchase. More information on that still to come right here on this show. Kirk Cousins blows out his Achilles. Will Levis shows up and throw, throws for four touchdown passes. How <laughs> there is so much to overreact to, so it is time. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, how many of these do you have? I got 11, baby. 11. Let's do it. Yes. All right, first up, it's perfect that tomorrow is Halloween because Brock Purdy has turned back into a seventh-round pumpkin. Seventh-round pumpkin. Great name for a fantasy team. Not bad. He's not a pumpkin. Uh, He's still a carriage. He's just a carriage that's hit a few uh, potholes in the road. <laughs> uh, you, I know you accuse him of, or me of, of looking at him as my, uh, my, my third son or fourth well, son, fourth depending son, yeah. on where Baker depending Mayfield on... is behind the actual sons exactly, I have. Exactly, exactly. And Xander and Cooper. No, sir. What he is doing is mm. proving that he's human. He's not bot purdy, as <laughs> Kyle Brandt has said. Yep. Um, he is human, that the guy makes mistakes that we have not seen him mistake make mistakes. We have not seen him make these types of throws. He's got six turnovers in the last three games, all of them losses in the same way that perhaps he shouldn't have gotten all of the, um, I guess, uh, kudos for winning all those games. He's getting a lot of the blame that I think is equally as, uh, as unwarranted. And, um, I I I don't think he's the wrong guy when you say he's turned into a pumpkin that he's just the same old same old dude and I still think that he will prove to be a perfect weapon for this offense when it is all said and done let's get Trent Williams back in let's get Debo Samuel back in and if they continue to lose football games by the way their next game is against Jacksonville at Jacksonville after both come off of a week nine bye, then I'll say I'm concerned. But right now, you can't sit here and say he's just a seventh-round pumpkin and that he's no more than that. I'm sorry. He's not an MVP candidate. That is he's correct. Not, he's not in the that top 10 in the NFL. That is correct in the same way, but he was playing like one at the time. And I truly thought that he would continue to perform in that vein at that level, and I was wrong. That is correct. But to say that they can't get to where they want to go with him or they're going to fall short of their goal because of him right now is an overreaction. Remember, the floor for this guy is the Super Bowl because he replaced a guy that took him to the Super Bowl and was winning that game for three quarters. I totally get it. So they have to basically win it with this guy to make themselves look like geniuses for getting rid of Jimmy G. They have the people in the building to do it. They have a left tackle who's going to the Hall of Fame one day when he's healthy. They have Christian McCaffrey. They have Debo Samuel when he's healthy. They have George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. They have Nick Bosa and a defense that is definitely 
having issues somebody not named Bosa get home right now. It is a trough. It is a longer trough than I was expecting. It is part and parcel of Purdy's sudden mistake proneness that I didn't see coming. It's quite the plot twist. However, this is an overreaction as a whole. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What else do you have, Chris? Rich, you just mentioned this team. They play the 49ers in week 10. The Jaguars are going to be the AFC's one seed. Hot. Going into Pittsburgh yesterday. There, This is possible. This is not out of the realm. But I'll call it an overreaction. Because I still think the Chiefs are going to be right there in the mix, despite what happened the on Chiefs Sunday. The Chiefs are giving us all. We'll get to them later. Now, that's the problem for Jacksonville is they've lost to Kansas City. Right. So for them to be the one seed, they're going to have to be one game better than Kansas City. Right now, they're behind Kansas City because Kansas City and Jacksonville have the same record. Yeah, top four teams in the AFC, all six and two. Correct. I don't see too many hiccups. I don't see Mahomes throwing three interceptions on the road in Vegas or on the road in Los Angeles when they come and visit the Chargers. Don't see that one coming. Yeah, you didn't see it yesterday. I didn't coming see it either. yesterday. I didn't see three touchdowns for Russell Wilson, three interceptions and right. no touchdowns for Mahomes. Right. So I, I will just say again, Jacksonville is playing excellent football. Can they be the one seed? Absolutely. You are saying it definitively here, which makes it an overreaction. They're definitely going to be the one seed. I can't sit here and say that. You can make an argument for it. You know, you can make the an argument for it, but uh, that's the, the beautiful thing, I think, about this season. We are halfway through, mm-hmm. and in previous seasons, I don't recall the last time halfway through a season where it was a total shrug emoji yeah. as to who was going to win the Super Bowl. You had sense of it. You had an idea of who the one or two teams are going to be the best chances to get to their respective conference championship podiums. Yeah, you could probably make a case right now for what, six, seven, eight teams? Well, the four, six, and two teams in the AFC. The Eagles. The Eagles, the Cowboys. Cowboys. You know, you could make a case for the Niners despite sure. having lost three sure. in a row. I mean, through five weeks, they were undefeated. And then there's the Bengals, bro, at four and three. They're you coming. cannot discount them at four and They're three. Coming. You've got the Bills at five and three having just added Leonard Fournette today. And then invariably, there's going to be a four-win team coming out of nowhere. There's the Lions as well. True. So that's so, 10. That's 11. Right. So I'll just call this an overreaction at the moment. Weird game in Nashville yesterday. Will Levis makes his first career start, lights it up. Heineke comes in at halftime. Ritter banged up. Yeah. Looked good. Heineke looked good. Both the Titans and Falcons found their quarterbacks for the rest of the season. I think that's um, spot on. You know how I felt? Uh, like, look, I, you gotta, you gotta give 
Desmond Ritter a chance. He's if had you believe, seven I, weeks. I understand he's had seven weeks. And we had just had Jared Goff on the program last week, which you can check out on our YouTube feed right here if you are watching Overreaction Monday on the At Rich Eisen Show YouTube feed. Goff said you got to give somebody three years. You got to give somebody three years before you can fully evaluate whether they're a professional quarterback. And that or not. does make sense, but these coaches don't have three years. Sometimes. That is correct. That is correct. So it's really the Arthur who this is on is blank, not Smith. Mm. If you have to choose an Arthur in Atlanta who this is on, it's the owner, not the coach. Because if the owner makes the coach feel like, you know, he doesn't have the latitude. Right. Or if the coach doesn't feel like he has the latitude because he's not feeling the love or what have you, then you have to look at the landscape and go, okay, we're four and four. So are the Saints. And the Bucks are three and four. This thing is open right now. Mm -hmm. And the ups and the downs from Desmond Ritter and some of the red zone mistakes, we don't feel Heineke's going to make. And then you look at the rest of that locker room and go, for the rest of this year, we're going this way. And I don't know if Arthur Smith's going to do that. He did, in fact, say today yep. when asked, you know, if Ritter's going to be the guy when healthy, he basically said, we just need to see if Ritter's healthy, guys. That's all right. I'm going to go find right out. there. We'll find out Wednesday. So, yeah. But Heineke, you know, is the guy who can come up with Heineke magic and hit you with the Heineke and take the Washington Commanders to places that the Commanders hadn't been. You know, so uh, if I'm Atlanta, I'm tempted to do it. As for the Titans, I mean, Will Levis throws four touchdown passes. Jeez. You got to see more. I mean, you got to see more right now. Yeah, and they're on a short week this week. Understood. And you got to figure out how do we get the Houston Oilers uh, gear uh, for us. His arms look photoshopped. Uh, they are not um, on our screen right here on our YouTube feed. They are not. He is jacked up, and he threw four touchdown passes, three of them to DeAndre Hopkins after he had zero. So with all due respect to Ryan Tannehill coming out of a walking boot, you got to see what Will Levis has. And for Atlanta, it's a much more dicey decision that I think Arthur Smith is going to eventually just decide, i got to win a division this year. And to have the latitude for future Desmond Ritters, I need to win a division this year. Yeah. And I can do that with my current locker room. So uh, I agree with you. I don't think that's an overreaction right yeah, now. Yeah, you mentioned Ryan Tannehill real quick. Do you think the Titans feel calls on him in the next Maybe. I don't know. Hours? We had Daniel Jeremiah on today, and he said the general sense in the league is um, not for Tannehill. Mm, interesting. What else? Panthers, Texans yesterday, uh, a matchup of the first two quarterbacks taken in the NFL draft last year. Bryce Young gets his first career win. I'm going to say the Panthers are going to finish this year with a better record than the Texans. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a total, complete overreaction to just one game. Come on. Come on. Uh, I, I mean, they, they, the Texans have got to, the wheels have got to fall off. I don't see how the wheels fall off. They have too they many talented players. They only have a two-win advantage. Uh, all okay. the, all the we'll Panthers see. have to do is get to like 5 and 12. I'm just going to call this an overreaction yeah. and tell you to move on because you. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and argue about two teams that could totally make us look silly because we don't know what's going on right there. I mean... I know, but this is the only I mean, time we're really going to talk about I, the Panthers. I get it. I mean... If this happens, then Bryce Young's got a chance to actually win Rookie of the Year. But I liked what I saw from Bryce Young yesterday. I liked the moxie that they showed in winning that game. How that was about tough. this? How about this, Chris? How about, may I edit your copy? Sure. For a moment? Sure. And then you answer this question to me. Oh. Okay. Based on the way both Young and Stroud played yesterday, okay, with Panth the ups and Panthers downs. Panthers got it right? No, no, no uh, not the Panthers got it right. 
Puka Nakua is going to be rookie of the year. Oh, oh, I love that. This is more of a rookie of the year discussion. Correct. I think Puka. That if, if if we keep seeing inconsistent play from these two quarterbacks, I think Puka's got to be the front runner right now. Anyway, right? I, I don't know. It's a quarter. These are these are quarterback driven awards. Always. It's true that Puka Nakua, who might, by the way, have Brett Rippon throwing him for a while. Jeez. So yeah. That's the way. Is that an overreaction? That's not an overreaction. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. Thank you. All right. What else you got over there? All right. <clears throat> Speaking of the Rams, they got land basted yesterday. Yes. In Dallas. Mm-hmm. 11th straight home win for the Cowboys. Cowboys are the second best team in the NFC. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. No. And I know they got curb stomped in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. But they're better than the Niners right yeah, now, right? How about that? They, they, they come to California, they get smoked by the Niners, then they sweep Los Angeles, and now we're having this conversation. Oh, yeah. and and That's could, the C.D. Lamb we need to see. Yeah. That's the Dak throwing the ball. How about this yesterday. for a hot take? How about this for a hot take? That you got the Eagles and the Cowboys as your two best teams in the NFC? After what we see, if the Lions perform as well as they perform, um, maybe the two best teams in the NFC are the Lions and the Cowboys. How's that for hotness? Ooh, that's super hot, considering the way the Philly offense is kind of cooking right now. I think Philly has the best player in the NFC in A.J. Brown. Mm. Okay? Yep. On offense. Yep. The Cowboys have the best defender in the NFC in Micah Parsons. Sure. Okay. I agree with that. The Lions may have the best team in the NFC based on how they all play together. And consistently, and I know I'm saying that coming off of a beatdown in Baltimore in advance of not knowing what they're going to do on Monday night. Right. But Philadelphia also has the ability to know what it takes to get where they're getting. They, you know, I and, mean, Philly looked like they were getting beat that whole game yesterday and then, bam, turned it on. That's what you can do. And how about them running with oh, DeAndre the, Swift out the, of the, the brotherly fake, shove. The fake brotherly shove. Just get, now, now if they're going to start introducing wrinkles, now, now you got me at, okay, this is a real football play yeah. that is uh, pretty damn fascinating to me every time that they get in position to run it. But you can make this case that the Cowboys are better than the Lions and that the Cowboys are better than the 49ers, assuming the Eagles are one. This is not, this is a, a, a you know, this I don't believe is an overreaction. That if Dallas plays like that and they have the guys to play like that, but they, man, do they have to beat Philadelphia one of their two times over the right. next month and a half yep. and then take care of business. Dallas's schedule, as I've mentioned on the show, and I'll repeat it here again. Dallas, while Philadelphia, okay, uh, Philadelphia and Dallas play each other in week nine. Then Philly goes on a bye, at which point Dallas is home for the Giants. They got to win that one. And then. Philadelphia comes off their bye. They're at Kansas City on a Monday night as Dallas is at Carolina. Got to win that one. And then Dallas welcomes in Washington on a Thanksgiving day while Philadelphia then goes and has Buffalo in their house on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Dallas has got to gain a game that week, too. Then Dallas takes on Seattle at home the week after Thanksgiving while Philadelphia welcomes in San Francisco. And then they face each other Again, the following week, Dallas has Philadelphia at home on a Sunday night. And that's the tale of the tape between these two teams in this division and in this conference because it mixes Seattle in, it mixes Philadelphia in, right. and Dallas is punching down and they got to win those games while Philadelphia has got serious battles on their hands with some serious opponents. That's essentially it for over the next month. Let's take a break. 
right here and tell you about our friends at game time. We all know how frustrating it can be to buy, to find the perfect tickets for the game or concert you've been dying to see. But we all know how great it is to find tickets and how easy it is to find tickets on game time and also find the actual pricing that we want to find and take all the guesswork out of buying tickets. TJ Jefferson used it to buy Tickets to a local basketball game. Yeah. You have used it to find tickets to a local hockey game. Del Tufo has used it to go find tickets to a concert out in Vegas. It is so easy to use. We use it. That's why we're so thrilled to tell you about the uh, Game Time offer. Download the Game Time app. Redeem the code OVERREACTION. $20 off your first purchase. Although, TJ forgot to use oh, this promo forgot code. Forgot to use the code. I mean, we got Come codes on, coming out of the lot over everywhere. here with this show and what the what the football and the Rich Eisen show. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code O-V-E-R-R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N, two R's in overreaction, to get that $20 off your first purchase right now. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Restrictions apply. Game Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed get back to the hot take and christopher All right, let's go let's there? go second half uh saints look great yesterday uh, winning on the road did they really they scored more points than the other team That's isn't did. that the goal okay well That's you said look great okay alvin Kamara is back to form and the saints are going to win the nfc south uh that's not an overreaction Alvin Kamara is definitely back to form, and Derek Carr is finding him. Derek Carr is just looking for him, Everywhere. and he is finding him, and Kamara is killing people, and yeah. Uh, we haven't even seen Jamal Williams do very Jamal nope. Williams-type things there yet. Have not. And the, the, the Ola- passing game Olave with the receiver. not really unlocked yet? Well, I mean, the, the guy the guy that's been doing it is uh, Rahid Shahid. Yeah. That's the guy who's been doing it. So, um, and, and he caught another big pass, and he Taysom did. Hill. Everybody thought Taysom he, Hill, dude. Man. Everybody thought he was a Sean Payton creation, like he was yeah, the Frankenstein that Payton Literally created. Literally in a lab, just but, like. Doo, doo, doo. But when I say that, it's like he's the only Payton was the only guy that knew how to use him, right? Or wanted to use him, or had the temerity to use him as as, as significantly as they were using him, right? And that's a nice little parting gift that Sean Payton left everybody, dude. Two to, touchdowns again as the tight end, dude. Again. And so, Man. you know, and I, you know what I would think they should do? They should create their own brotherly shove with him. Good one. That's what they should do. Really smart. You should create your own brotherly shove. You're not putting your own quarterback on the line in practice doing it. Taysom Hill, like shove him in the direction of the defense. Get that play in your playbook and figure out, like, maybe you maybe you run it with Kamara in the same way that Philadelphia just ran it with DeAndre Swift. So that's a way in to get the offense going in short yardage yeah. situations. Don't put it on Carr's shoulder. Put it on Taysom Hill's behind, you know, and shove him going downhill and get the defense more like Saints defense. That's the only issue is we haven't really seen them in recent, like in, a, in the they last month. Really be stop anyone. They haven't been spinning up yeah. like their usual Saints spinning people up. So, uh, but they can absolutely win this division, no doubt about it. And Kamara's back, so I don't think that's an overreaction. I'm trying to think of nicknames of St. Louis. I mean, a New, okay, Orleans, New Orleans style for the shove. Know. I'm trying to think of something. They, what's another word for shove? You what's, know? what's the French word for shove? Yeah, I don't you know. know. I mean? The Cajun something. Come up with another oh, good C. One. Good one. Good one. You know. Cajun crush. Uh, the Cajun nah, crush. That doesn't work. All right. All right. Something like that. Something like that. Cram and Cajun. I don't know. Bam. Kick it up a notch. I don't know. 
So what else you got? All right, been, is Del Tufo trying to chime are you in trying on this? To get it on what this? do you got? On the, on the nicknames? What do you got? Oh, the something beignet. With something with a beignet. Uh, okay. I don't know, but that's got a creamy center, right? You don't want any of that. <laughs> What's all soft center? It's all dough. It's yeah, all dough. Center, no, no, center. no. It's got to be something harder than that. But good try. Thanks for playing. Nice we have some Mike. nice party nice gifts for Mike. you. What else? Rich, the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. <laughs> they can. No, they are. They're going to. Yo, dude. You don't believe this. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. You don't believe in Gino. You're doing this just for the sake of it. Honestly, you don't believe it. I have Kenneth Walker you, in fantasy. I want to know why he only got like two touches in the second half. But uh, no, they can. They will. You, Bobo, Jake Bobo. He's dude, scoring touchdowns out of nowhere. They are playing terrific football. The defense Zach Charbonnet more involved. They just added Leonard Williams on defense that, with a trade today. That defense is a sharpening knife. I agree with you. Weatherspoon. I think they Jamal. can win it. J- Jackson Smith and Jigba's found the end zone two games That's in a row. That's right. I know. DK, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Lockett. Lockett. Charbonnet. Walker. Walker. Fant. Let's go. And, and do they do they have 15 tight ends that you so, never heard they have of? more tight ends than anyone in the league. Pete Carroll's chewing gum. I know what he's doing. But I, you can't sit here and say that definitively right now. That is an overreaction they to say so it definitively. They look so much better than San Francisco. Right now they do. Sure. They play each other two times in three weeks. Thanksgiving night. Buckle up. And then two weeks after that. And the Seahawks have to visit Dallas in between. Buckle up. By the way, how about that? The Seahawks and the Niners play each other. uh, Thanksgiving night, they're in San Francisco for that one. Then Seattle goes home and faces. um, Hold on a minute. No. Seattle has San Francisco in Seattle that night. Thanksgiving. Correct. Then Thursday later, they play Dallas. Then they're at San Francisco. So it goes San Francisco at Dallas, San Francisco. Meanwhile, Dallas. um, Then Philly after. Pardon me. San Francisco goes at Seattle, at Philly, Seattle. So both teams play each other in a span of three weeks. And also Dallas and Philadelphia in between. Oh, brutal. Maybe, That's a fact. Maybe the three best teams in the uh, NFC. So Seattle goes San Francisco, Dallas, San Francisco. San Francisco goes Seattle, Philadelphia, Seattle. And both of them are, are on the road twice. I'm declaring my belief in Gino. Unreal. I, 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 I don't believe you believe that. I'll just call that an overreaction at the moment. I do believe it can happen. It's entirely possible. Right now, they're a half game in front. They're playing better than San Francisco right now. But that, that stretch, man. That stretch is where it's all about. Yeah. Home for San Francisco, at Dallas, at San Francisco, at oh, Seattle, at Philadelphia, home for Seattle. Gauntlet. What else? Rich, you love this man. I love that. I'm ready to say he's my second son. Baker? A.J. Brown. It's oh. time to talk about A.J. Brown as Offensive Player of the Year. You're damn, you damn straight. This is going to be nuts. Like right now, NFL honors... Is Las great. Vegas, Nevada. I have no idea who's winning any award. Where three people will be Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey, and A.J. Brown. Correct. The fact that A.J. Brown right now, okay, right now can be said with a straight face and legitimately an offensive player of the year candidate while Christian McCaffrey has scored a touchdown in 17 straight games, including his Every 14th game, game of his career on Sunday in which he caught one for a touchdown and ran one in in the same game. Yep. He's one behind Marshall Falk for the all-time record. Wow. Okay. And Tyreek Hill, 
became the first player since 1961 to have a thousand receiving yards in his first eight games. And we're saying AJ Brown's a legitimate candidate to win it over the two of them because he has for the first time ever had straight seven game. straight games six six straight six games, games pardon me six straight games with 125 <laughs> or more receiving yards and he makes one physical circus catch after another Every one hand stuff, highlight catch both the two knees down or one knee down and two toes down with one hand on the ball it was insane that touchdown the first one in the left corner you are 100% spot on. This is not an overreaction whatsoever. And the fact that we are legitimately saying it while Tyreek's doing what he's doing and McCaffrey's doing what he's doing says everything you need to be about, say about A.J. Brown. And that Titans trade looks dumber Dude, and I mean, dumber every Which is another reason week. why, again, we're recording this on a Monday for Tuesday's trade deadline day. Go for it. Go for it. And I know A.J. Brown was a draft day trade, Still, not uh, a deadline day It's a, it's a day move trade. that you make. Are you serious about winning? Does any honestly, does anybody remember right now what the Eagles gave up for AJ Brown? Nope. Does it matter what they gave up for AJ Brown? I have no idea what Correct. they Correct. No idea. What else you got over there, Chris? Rich, I like this one a lot, and I think you're gonna like it too. There's something going on with the Chiefs, right? We can all agree with that. What is this something going There's on? There's something weird going on. What's going they on? They don't look like the Chiefs. That's because there's nobody taking the top of the defense off Rich, like crazy. The Chiefs offense misses Eric Bieniemy more than they miss Tyreek Hill. Oh, that's nutty. Get out of here. Last year, Rich, Come on. did they have Tyreek Hill last year? No. Did they win the Super Bowl? They did. Did they have Eric Bieniemy? They did. What is missing this year from that whole equation? Anybody that can catch the football outside of Travis Kelsey. What do you mean? Rasheed Rice is a rookie. He scored three times. Okay. They bring Nicole Hardman back. He's a guy that's familiar with the offense. Justin Watson is out there doing his thing. They have Andy all Reed's kinds of receivers. Play caller. They have the same play caller. Missing play caller. Eric Bieniemy. Look what Eric. Look what Sam Howell's doing. I get it. Yeah. Did you say that two weeks ago when we were on the show last week? Did you say that? I don't remember about Sam Howell. I don't remember. Did you say that about? Did you have the same intensity about Sam Howell? Sam Howell after had 400 the, yards and four touchdowns. He's making all these guys look good. You know why? Where's Eric? Do you know how he scored four touchdowns? Do you know how he scored four touchdowns? You know? Do you know how? How? Why Howell looked the way he looked against the Eagles? Elite hair? No. Oh no, it could be that. No. Well, it's a combination of things. It's not just that, but he read the Twitter feed. Of Magic Johnson. <laughs> and he, he saw. He needed to score more than well, seven points. He saw from Magic Johnson. It's tough to win in this league when you score seven points. That's true. We can, I mean, we confirm that. Honestly, it, 1. Was, 6%. It, it, it had not struck me until I read that tweet from Magic. Or pardon me, post. What's going on with the, what's going on with the Chiefs, man? What's I, going on with the Chiefs? What's going, there it is. I mean, when you read this tweet. He's right. Dis- disappointing 14-7 loss for my commanders to the New York Giants. It's hard to win in the NFL when you only score seven points. Well, the Chiefs so only Sam scored. Howell took that to heart. I know, but the Chiefs All only right. scored nine yesterday, so it's hard to win when uh, you only score nine. Very difficult. Certainly when you turn it over five times, three interceptions, two fumbles. What's going on with that? They do miss the enemy, of course. They miss their ability to take the top of the defense off. MVS, they that's why you are, have that guy. I, I don't know what to tell you. All right. But uh, I still think the Chiefs are going to uh, wind up in the AFC Championship game. You do? Anyway. I do. Of course wow. I do. Of course I do. Wow. I don't know who they're playing. You're just afraid to say anything bad about KC right now. I understand. Why am I? Why? I understand. Why? Because ah, I'm calling their still, game? S- you're still snake bitten from last year. Yeah, okay. That whole debacle. Right. I get it. I get it. Okay. What else you got? I'm going to see them. I'm calling their next game in Germany. Can't be more excited. Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 out here. 
Middle of the afternoon in Frankfurt, Germany. Dolphins, Chiefs, let's go. Pretty excited for you. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Rich, the Bengals are back. They're going to be back in the AFC Final Four. Oh, yeah, brother. I can't say that's Bengals an overreaction. Are back! I can't say that's an overreaction at all. I can't say that's an overreaction. We thought their season was over. Look at Burrow. Screaming. Man, he was hype. Yelling. He had like a 20-yard run yesterday. 20, Calf is dude, fine. 21 of 23 in the first half. 49ers sitting on that loss to Minnesota, coming off of sitting on that loss to Cleveland. They are home, and they get roasted by Joe Burrow in the first half. And by the way, oh. Joe Mixon was running yep. with reckless abandon. Daniel Jeremiah said it perfectly, how Miami's got two great receivers, right? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, they have three. They have three. I'm telling you what, I don't believe it's an overreaction coming off of that game because we've seen the Bengals play like this mm-hmm. the last two years. This is the Bengals team as they're sitting there, one and three, oh and two, one and three. They're like, let's just get Joe back healthy and we're going to be good. And look what's happened. Joe's back healthy. They've won three in a row. Week nine, yeah, Cincinnati hosting Buffalo on Sunday night football. Let's go. This Let's is go. it. And then they're home for Houston. The game against Baltimore on a Thursday night, a short week game. A game they almost How won week two when Joe wasn't healthy. That home for Pittsburgh at Jacksonville on a Monday night. Some serious games, including the game at Kansas City on New Year's Eve. Tough I schedule. Totally believe, I, I get it. I, and Tough here's schedule, the thing that's kind of crazy. Like right now, you look at the final four. Is it the four teams that are six and two? Maybe. And I'm, t- I'm saying somebody's going to lose their seat to the team that's currently four and three. But it's not just any team, and it's not just any quarterback. Right, exactly. I totally think this is not an overreaction. It's not, it, it, I think you can make a very good case. All right, last one. And I'll admittedly tell you that I wrote this at halftime and I had had a bunch of wine. Okay. Okay. Great caveat. Okay. This is going to be the year. The Chargers are going to win a playoff game. This All right, year. dude. Well, they, they, I mean, they can. Here's the deal. You want to know how I knew So they're going to be in the final four. They're going to win a playoff game. If they win a playoff game, then the Chargers are in the AFC final four. Yes. I'm saying it. Okay. They're going to want to play. So then game. the Chargers and the Bengals are in the AFC yes. Final Four. Yes. And so give me the two that are out. Chiefs are out. Chiefs are out. And who else is out? Mm. Ravens. So it's the Chargers, Dolphins, Jaguars, Jaguars. Bengals, Final Four. Yes. Are you, are, you still right dr- are you still drunk? It's, it's possible. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. You know, you know how I knew the Bengals, the, the Chargers were serious? Yeah. Brandon Staley shaved his beard. I saw that too. Shaved his beard? I knew he was yeah, serious. I should have asked Daniel Jeremiah about why he did it. Shaved, this, shaved the Dude, beard. Dude, it's the Chicago Echo Bears. Echo is back. All right. It's the Chicago Echo Bears. Echo is back. Daniel Jeremiah. Bajan's dad was at the game. They should have been scared. Daniel Jeremiah said the Bears are so bad that they're 10 players so away from, from being 10 players away. He said those words on the Rich Eisen show today. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit. The Chargers have a very Herbie looked awesome. talented team. They do have the ability back. to make the playoffs and then go into a spot like where? Where, where, where are you telling me they're going? Is a seven seed? You tell me they're going to Jacksonville seed? again? No, 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 no. They're no. Going to, so what if they're the, the six seed? 
What, means, if, what if they're the fifth seed? They go to Baltimore and, and beat the Ravens. Dude, the Baltimore Ravens would beat the tar out of the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Talent for talent, roster on offense. Bro, the bro, Chargers are better. Let me just tell you again, and this is not a hardball thing. I have seen the Baltimore Ravens in person. I have seen them in oh, person. Rich, you were in London. I the saw time them difference. in person. Yeah, I saw what deprived. they can do. I see what that defense looks like. I see it. Hmm. It's just because you think they're not going to beat you outside with their wide receivers that they can get got. And my answer to that hmm. is hmm. no thank you. They do have what if major big time ability and they're really physical seven seed they can go into kansas city and win who chargers okay i'll just say this can it happen of course i'm not going to sit here but right now coming off of the just the the bears game that's an overreaction might have been the wine okay now i know what you're doing on sunday nights All right, it's now time to wrap things up. Chris Brockman, okay. what's your prediction okay. as to what we will be uh, overreacting to? I felt good about my one last week. One week later. Here's what I'm going to be overreacting to. It's funny. We kind of have the same one. I'm going to say the Seahawks after this week. We're going to say the Seahawks are Super Bowl contenders. Because you think they're going to beat Baltimore. I think they can beat Baltimore. And that they will, that, that will be an overreaction. Overreaction. Because, you know, they'll be 6-2. and two. You don't believe in Baltimore. You keep crapping on the Ravens. I don't believe Is that a Patriots I, I don't thing? really believe in it. A little bit. And I don't really believe in Seattle either. But is that I an think- Eric Moulds hatred? Is <laughs> Eric, that what it is? Eric Moulds. And I think the, that's the overreaction is that, oh, Seahawks, man, they could be a Super Bowl team when they're not quite at that level Okay. Yet. Uh, I, I understand that. Um, I switched mine. Oh, you did? I okay. did. I did. Last week, I almost got it right. You were very close. Well, I said last week, I said we'd be overreacting to that the Rams season was over. Right. And it's because I, mean, I it thought they would lose in Dallas. Well, it is now because I didn't see Matthew Stafford potentially we, having a throwing yeah, thumb we, and injury. And we still have no idea how long he's going to be out. Right. I mean, that doesn't sound like... Um, that, it sounds like IR is a possibility. Yeah, it, it, what it sounds like to me is, you know, Brett, Brett Rippon will be your starting quarterback for the Rams, um, you know, at Green Bay. Yeah, for sure. And then there's a bye, so I don't know what's coming after that. But here's, what, here's my uh, overreaction. Okay. We're going to be coming on this show next week on Overreaction Monday. And one of your topics will be the Bills are dead. <laughs> that they are done. Oh, man. You know the, what's funny? The, I almost did something Joe similar. Is going to do to the Bills, Bills what he did to the 49ers, done. and that the Bills are done at 5 and 4. And all I will say is, I will just remind Ooh. you once upon a time, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were 500 ah, on one. a Thanksgiving weekend okay. loss to the Chiefs. Good one. Who they wound up turning around and seeing in that Super Bowl in that stadium and beating them. Spanked them. Okay. So I do believe. Good one. The five and four Bills coming <laughs> off of a wound licking loss to the Bengals and Joe Burr in Cincinnati. That we will be coming on the air and you will be saying the Bills are done. Okay. That is my prediction like for Overreaction Monday like next week. <laughs> that wraps up this edition of Overreaction Monday for this week. Thanks, Chris. Great stuff Great as job, always. Rich. And thanks to everyone out there uh, for taking an Overreaction Monday. If you're watching on our YouTube stream, we appreciate that. You can listen to us where all podcasts are acquired. Thanks to the Cumulus Podcast Network helping create the Rich Eisen Podcast Network on which What the Football. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask comes your way on Tuesday with Hall of Famer and Raider great Howie Long as the guest. 
That wraps up this edition of Overreaction Monday. Thanks for taking it in. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.